welcome to Risk Roundup. As we witness the changes in the AI trends that helps set a benchmark for the following year, it is very important to understand the impact it has on the industries. And this is especially relevant today when uh, neither a software nor a hardware, irrespective of industries, is developed without getting integrated with an AI layer. So as AI becomes an integral part of industry infrastructure, industries are not only working to incorporate AI into their products and services, but rather it is exploring how to fundamentally transform industries. So to understand the AI trends further, I'm delighted to welcome Devin Krotman to this roundup. Devin is the director at XPRIZE and he's based in the United States. Welcome Devin, we're honored to have you on this roundup. Yes, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here virtually. Wonderful, thank you. So where, where do you think is AI taking us? You at XPRIZE, you are exposed to all these competitions and you're working with all these industries and you are trying to solve the big problems, you know, that you see, you know, the industries, you know, are facing. So based on those observations and that interaction that you have with the industries, where do you see the AI trends, you know, taking us? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think the answer is, is uh, it's very broad. I mean, AI can take us anywhere where we want to go. Uh, and I think that's why it's such an interesting time to be alive right now. Uh, if you look at the data revolution that we've gone through in the last half decade to full decade, this is what has made AI so strong. So it's up to us as humans to kind of figure out where we want AI to take us. You know, we're at this interesting intersection where it can transform enterprise, but also a lot of the social good work that we're doing. So um, I, I think that's a broad answer, but I also think it's the right answer. You know, I think the path for AI is uh, it's unclear. But that's because there's so many opportunities for it at this time. Yes, absolutely. There are many, many opportunities. And, you know, uh, it's like the, you know, the sky is the limit. You know, there are plenty, plenty, you know, uh, pathways that we can take, you know. So, I mean, there is no one set path. You know, each and every business or rather each and every individual, they have the freedom to imagine, to come up with new ways of doing things. So as you at XPRIZE, you know, interact with all these organizations and, you know, you see the competitions and you see all the nature of the problems that are being solved, where do you see the business, you know, decision makers mind on? Where, they, where do they face the biggest problems and where their, you know, mindset is or where their efforts are? in trying to solve the problems, you know, that they are facing individually and collectively? Yeah, I think for business leaders, um, but more broadly, like we're, um, it's understanding the power of AI. And I think this gets back to the term uh, that I heard of like six months ago, is just this term AI literacy, right? So um, we use AI as a society, we use that term very broadly, and that can be okay sometimes, but I think um, it can also be a lazy term. So I think um, the biggest challenge, not only for business leaders, but like the general public is to understand what is AI, all right? And what are the subfields of AI? And then understanding that will allow you to understand, okay, well, how can AI transform my business, whatever industry you may be in, or how can AI used to be tackled, uh, be, be used to tackle a specific humanitarian challenge? I think uh, oftentimes through the media, we get lazy when we use the term AI, and we either paint it very broadly, oh, it's a bad thing, or it's a great thing, it can solve everything. And the truth is, we need to be AI literate. And by we, I mean everyone. So, and so then that, from there, we can figure out how to solve these problems. 
Very true. No, that's an excellent point because we do need, everyone needs to be AI literate, right? I mean, without understanding what AI is, what power it brings us, you know, where it can take us, what kind of problems it can help us solve, you know, we cannot target that because AI is, you know, the data, I mean, I'm taking the conversation a little bit towards the data because the data that we are seeing, that is in the public domain, you know, social media, you know, and uh, all these large data sets that are available, that is common to everyone. So each and every business, they have access to that data or they have, you know, a way to get those uh, data sets. But it is at the end of the day, what they do with those data sets, you know, where they try to, mm -hmm. what kind of intelligence they want to gather from, to access from that. And then that, that could help them, you know, redesign, you know, or, you know, come up with a new ways of, you know, doing things like, you know, establish entirely new products or, you know, new way of doing services or new business models. So all that is up to the businesses, you know, so it's the way they imagine. So each and every, I mean, the we. When we look at the AI transformation, that could happen across business, businesses, even within the same industry, it would be very different. It's not going to be the same across all the businesses, you know, even in the same industry, uh, you know, irrespective of whether it's a healthcare industry or aerospace industry or any energy industry, any industry. So as you know, all this uh, as you, I mean, I'm coming back to your, uh, you know, heart of the services that, or the heart of the company that you have is the competition, right? And so mm -hmm. I'm coming back to that, that as you see these competitive, you know, challenges uh, to solve the problems, which problems do you, that excites you most as you work with all these industries, which problems that they are trying to solve? Because, you know, energy industry, they can solve big problems if they really want to, like, you know, solving uh, this climate crisis. Or, you know, if you look at healthcare, they can solve big problem of how to, you know, uh, make the healthcare affordable for everyone. You know, how can we create uh, doctors, AI doctors that would, uh, uh, you know, be almost free to everyone, you know, for the basic, you know, healthcare, maybe for surgeries and all that, you know, then eventually they'll be able to go there. But are these the kind of problems you see them, you know, thinking about? Yeah, I think uh, from a personal perspective, but also from the XPRIZE perspective, the problems that we're most interested in um, are the ones related to humans. At the end of the day, we're all humans, right? And there's a lot of grand challenges facing humanity. And in particular, you look at the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, the SDGs, which are due in 10 years from now. Um, and we're far away from accomplishing a lot of those goals. So I think about um, education is a basic, I, I think about uh, the climate crisis. A lot of those issues are tied to the SDGs. So for us at XPRIZE, we believe the power of technology, in particular, the subfields of AI, and then the, the, the data revolution, I think that is the path towards solving some of these challenges that we believe are pertinent. And we believe that's gonna be done not through XPRIZE itself, but through the people that compete in our competitions, because um, the untapped potential of the crowd is what revolutionizes and galvanizes really great ideas. So um, that's what we're most excited about. And that's what is core to our mission. Great. So uh, these competitors that work with, you know, XPRIZE, are they the students? Are they businesses? Are, who, who is competing on your uh, platform? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Uh, the answer is everyone. So it could be individuals, it could be enterprises, it could be startups, it could be universities, uh, it could be students at universities, it could be high school students. Uh, we don't discriminate when it comes to who wants to compete in our competitions. 
So you identify, Xprize identifies, you know, as a company, a problem that they want to solve. And then they launch the competition. They open it up for everyone. And everyone, you know, whoever is interested, they can come and take part in that, solve the problem. What happens then? Right. So every competition is different. But what we try to focus on is create. And I think this is where Xprize is different than um, other. So what Xprize does is not un un singularly unique to the rest of the world. Other other organizations out there run competitions or run, you know, you look at Kaggle and other places like that. I think what XPRIZE is unique and what, you know, this gets back to your, your question is we run big, complex competitions where we can evaluate the teams. So what we do is we create a framework where we ask teams to compete and then we create a field test per se to evaluate those teams and to validate the work that they're doing. So I can contextualize this a little bit uh, if that helps. So um, you know, I look back to our global learning XPRIZE, which was about open source education that could take children uh, in remote, part, remote parts of the world from zero in terms of literacy, numeracy, and writing to basic levels of education over the course of 15 months. So what XPRIZE did is we picked five finalists. Our judges picked five finalists that would go into the field, the field being Tanzania, and we deployed a 15-month field, field test there with real children and did a pretest and, a, and an endline test, and we measured the learning gains. And that's not only how we evaluate the competition, but that's also how we validated how important this competition, competition was to the rest of the world. Yes, no, that is amazing. Congratulations on that. That is a very important initiative because if you are able to take education to each and every child in Africa or in Middle East or, you know, Asia, everywhere, you know, in the world, then imagine the kind of brain power we'll be able to develop just by exposing them to, you know, this education, to the information that is, you know, available, you know, to everyone. That would be amazing. So I'm, I'm really glad that you're working on that. As far as cybersecurity goes, do you have it? Have you done any competition on cybersecurity? No, we haven't. Uh, that's a great question. At one point, we were uh, designing a cybersecurity prize, um, um, but we were never able to get it off the ground. Was there any technical reason or uh, you, you just could not find competitors or something like that? No, I mean, uh, I think uh, XPRIZE is a nonprofit, so all the work that we do needs to be funded. So every competition we run is is funded by our sponsors and we find different sponsors. So that's why it can take a while to get these prizes up and running. And for this one, um, I, you know, I think this was before I started XPRIZE, but my understanding is that it was difficult to, to find the right sponsor uh, to get it off the ground. No, I understand totally, you know, that these efforts, you know, take time. So uh, what is your, where do you see XPRIZE going in the coming years? I mean, you said it's nonprofit and your focus is, I understand, you know, based on what you're doing, but where is it, you know, planning to go in the coming years, especially, you know, with the focus on AI and the transformation across industries? Yeah, I mean, I think there's two ways to look at that. I mean, XPRIZE is going to continue to to scale and build out our incentivized competition work, but also our thought leadership work. So when it comes to designing competitions, when it comes to developing roadmaps for what the future might look like, so impact maps is what we call them. We want to continue to do that work uh, across a variety of domains, specifically as it relates to exploration and humanity. So focusing on the sustainable development goals and figuring out, figuring out how we can sign, solve the, the climate crisis, how we can provide education to the rest of the world, how we can explore our oceans, all of those things fall under XPRIZE's mission. To the AI point, 
Um, we believe, and I think most people would agree that AI is embedded in everything we do in our daily lives, but it's also embedded in everything we do at XPRIZE. So while we are running an AI XPRIZE right now, I think our goal going forward is to have AI embedded in all of our competitions. Um, and AI may end up being a solution to solving some of those competitions. No, that's wonderful. So the point that you made about the impact map, that is, uh, you know, most essential to understand, right? I mean, where we are going and how we are going to transform the nations and the human species and, you know, how we will be able to help the countries to take a step forward in, you know, making some positive, you know, constructive transformation uh, across the nation. So as you work with all these different countries, because the competitors must be coming from all different countries and the problems that you are solving, that has impact, you know, not just, you know, on one country, but, you know, broadly on all countries. So based on the assessment that you have done about the impact maps, where do you see the biggest impact based on the efforts that you have, you know, launched? Um, sorry, I'm gonna, can you, can you help me understand that question a little bit more? I'm not sure yeah. I follow. As you, you are not focusing only on one problem. You're focusing on many problems and you are inviting competitors from all parts of the world, right? Is based on, you know, what I understand. Correct. Now, based on the solutions that emerges and the solutions that uh, are being implemented across nations, what is the impact map that you see? Where do you see the biggest impact? Which countries or, you know, which region of the world? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question, to be honest. Um, but to be fully honest, I don't know if I'm the right person to answer that. And I don't think there is one right or wrong answer in terms of where we see the greatest impact. I think um, it really is a case-by-case -case basis. So if we launch an impact map about, you know, we've done an impact map on the future of housing and what that looks like, right? What does the future of housing look like in 10, 15, 20 years? I mean, that's the sort of topic that uh, galvanizes a certain population, right? People in urban areas who feel that uh, the housing crisis is getting out of control. So there's a lot of passionate people about that. But then when we talk about our impact map as it relates to the future of food, that's going to talk to a different population, right? So I think it's, um, I don't mean to give you a non-answer, but in this case, uh, I can't give you a direct answer because I think it's a case-by-case -case basis. Sure. No, I understand that. So yeah. let's talk about your organization. Where do you see it going? And based on the efforts that you are making and the your strategic plan. What would you like to tell our global viewers and listeners, especially the young, brilliant minds who are, you know, really AI literate, I would say rather, you know, than computer literate, but AI literate, and who can help develop all these, you know, solutions to the problems that we are facing all across nations. And in fact, you know, for the future of the humanity. So what would you like to tell them, you know, in especially, you know, as you would like to invite them to compete, you know, on XPRIZE or you would like them to collaborate or you would like them to, you know, help you come up with some solutions to the problems that XPRIZE is trying to solve? Yeah, um, I think that's a great question. So I always think about, uh, a quote from our founder, B Peter Diamandis. He always says, uh, the day before a breakthrough, it's a crazy idea. So uh, we encourage anyone in the world, in including your population, to, to look at the prizes that XPRIZE launches. And even if you're not uh, an expert in that field, if you have an idea, come and compete because that is how these problems get solved. So if you look at... Um, you know, the, the first flight across the Atlantic that Charles Lindbergh did. 
Charles Lindbergh was not an aviation expert per se. He was doing local flights in the Midwest to deliver mail, right? But he was the one to win that competition. So we take that old school model and apply it to today's challenges and we focus on technology. So my message would be the, the youth of today, uh, they have the brain power. They have this untapped potential that we are trying to tap into to solve these challenges that are, are facing us today that are ever present, you know, Spe specifically the climate issue. Great, wonderful. So thank you so much, Devin, for participating in Risk Roundup today. We appreciate your thoughtful insight on the AI industry trends and especially the role that XPRIZE is playing in trying to solve the big complex problems facing humanity. So even if a single individual or entity can understand the AI trends and disruption based on the discussion we had today and gets motivated to take part in the competitions that you know XPRIZE is uh, uh, coordinating, then this Risk Roundup Dialogue has been of service and we thank you for that. Thank you for having me. It was a great opportunity. Wonderful, thank you so much, Devin. So Risk Roundup, a global initiative launched by Risk Group, is a security risk reporting for risk emerging from existing and emerging technologies, technology convergence and transformation happening across cyberspace, aquaspace, geospace and space. We at Risk Group believe that risk management, security, and peace, they walk together hand in hand. Though security is related to management of threats and peace to the management of conflict, risk management is related to the management of security vulnerabilities as well as management of conflict. And it is not possible to conceive any one of the three without the existence of the other two. All three concepts feed into each other. We believe that the security we build for ourselves is precarious and uncertain until it is secured for everyone across nations. Tradition becomes our security. So if you build a culture of managing risk effectively, it will lead us to security and security will lead us to peace. Let's manage the existing and emerging risk together. For more information, please go to riskgroupllc.com and do not forget to subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jayashree, host of Risk Roundup, signing off. See you next time. Thank you.